This week on The Reverse Stick, England Over 35 representative Mark Moss is with us to talk about the upcoming Exxon Masters World Cup. And it's coming home. It's England. It's a Vitality Women's World Cup. And welcome to The Reverse Stick. I'm your co-host John Lee and joining me every week... Nearly. Matt Allen. How are you, mate? What? You're going back about two months. What? Well, I can't mate, say... I was just about to compliment you, you nailed it. You nailed it on the intro. Oh, First time. Um, well, we didn't get any feedback about my go at it last week. Uh, look, you know, I Are you a bit disappointed about that? Well, you know, first effort, and you gave me about 20 minutes, no, 15 minutes to say, oh, you're doing it, doing it tonight. And, uh, yeah, I felt a bit down on myself. The missus said it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. How's your hockey week? Uh, well, in by last weekend, general bias, I didn't play. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. There was some good hockey played and around the place. Was there? Oh, there was a little bit stray. Well, you had the um, open series going series on. Open. Series, series open. Hockey series open. Open series. What didn't you? That's it. And, um, you know, it's really good to see that uh, it's coming home to England. It is indeed. Yeah, the Women's World Cup back in London will be fantastic. I actually enjoyed the hockey week off. I've had a lot of hockey, hockey, hockey. You know, it's uh, so well, nice. I know and, and also and also being injured. Um, I, I couldn't oh, yeah. I couldn't play anyway. So it's nice. Phantom knee injury. It, it's not fun, mate. <laughs> honestly, the brace was on all day yesterday. But it, it, it's nice to have an excuse for a week off, and you know, maybe I'm only three weeks away from actually taking the field again. Oh, that's fingers crossed. Wait, see how it goes, hey? Yeah. Let's get to the news. Um, yeah. I was full, oh. of, full of joy two weeks ago. What I'm else? like, oh, I want, I want to get out in the park again. Jeez. Before we get to the news, what have we got? we got uh, and Mark Moss. We've got Mossy coming up. Yeah, Mossy's part of the uh, England over 35 team going to the Exxon Masters World Cup mm-hmm. in Tarasa, Club Agara. Um, we'll be hearing more from Club Agara uh, in upcoming episodes and about the Masters about World Cup. The, the Masters World Cup and that's cool. for men and women coming up very very soon so yeah really good to uh, get Mossy on the show and uh, oh we've got a special guest coming up as well but you'll find out really? all about that John oh, coming up is that right have you, have you planned something and not told me yeah oh okay oh that's Stan <laughs> News. Well, let's get to, um, the, well, the biggest tournament, perhaps, would you say, going on over the weekend? The main event. Main event. The hockey series open in Wadignet in France, or Wadignese, if you happen to live in Kouvelop. I, I think we've we, we probably pronounced about 25 different ways we over have the past apologies, three weeks. Apologies. Uh, uh, but look, one of them be right. <laughs> From Maybe. along the way. I bet it's a lovely place, too. be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, three-day tournament, played six games, Belarus, Russia, France and Austria involved in there for the women and that's how the tournament ended up in their, as far as their placings. Belarus uh, won the three games they played, Russia lost their game obviously against Belarus, France lost, uh, played the three and only had one win, which was against Austria who didn't have a win at all, so Russia beat France as well. 15-4 and 2 against for the Belarusian team. We went, went to the rankings, 20, 25, 31, 32, and that's how it finished, wasn't it? Yeah, but they're still close in, closely ranked teams, aren't they? So um, I'm not sure that there was some there was, there was a 6-0 result between Belarus and Austria, and um, but there were some close games thrown in there as well. There's a lot of scoring, 2-5, 5-2, 4-2. So the, the bits and pieces I saw, and I can't really say that I saw a lot of it, but I and did catch a few minutes here and there. It was um, probably what you'd expect from teams ranked where they were. I mean, it, it wasn't the greatest hockey ever played, but it was certainly um, engaging competition. Top scorer, Bogdana Sadovaya from Russia. Five goals, two field goals, three penalty corners. I'm not even going to bother trying to pronounce. Come on. <laughs> Second place. Come on. Oh, there's a heap of other goal scorers on three goals apiece oh, in well that done. tournament. Well done. Yeah, um, oh, 
and bear in mind we've just come off an excellent champions trophy when we talk into relation to the quality of the games played but though it was pretty good hockey it was quite enjoyable the, the little bits I managed to squeeze in between all the other little bits of our lives that happened top two going through to the next round okay. so that'll be Belarus and Russia Belarusia they could to come double up oh yeah you have a chat with I don't, I don't know yeah <laughs> they might not be too keen on that and um, yeah poor old France uh, aren't going to be at a, a World Cup that really matters are they but in the uh, what's that the round ball final hey what Why? yeah who cares yeah, about that that's right yeah. um what else have you got there? Because there's been, there's been quite a bit of international hockey going on. Um, now, I know you don't like me using the term meaningless, so no, I won't say meaningless. There's, well, no, there's a lot of training games going on. Let's put it that way. Would that be fair? There are a lot of very competitive games. I'm sure they're competitive. Test matches going on. Um, you, you can't denigrate somebody earning a cap for the country, John. I'm not. Well, you said meaningless before. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd say that the games themselves. No, that's not denigrating. What? Because it is. No, why? What? Well, see the beauty of sports games. Oh, those test matches you just play, mate. They're meaningless. Meaningless. There is no meaning. Strike it off. It doesn't go on the record. You didn't play. You never played for your country. You You never represented your country. Meaningless. Absolutely no meaning. They 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 stand alone as games that don't have a greater meaning within the context of the hockey calendar. It's all about perspective, eh? Um, take us through some results. I've got the uh, go match centre open here. How Jesus. far do we go back? Oh, uh, not too far. There's so much coming up. Well, that's, well. <laughs> that's half of the problem with doing this pr- bit of a section. All right, a couple of highlights. Let's uh, go. Let's Japan, go back. Japan men beating New Zealand men 7-1 on home turf. Boom. Bit of an upset there. I think it was 3-3 in the opening game. Uh-huh. Um the third game in the series was taking place around about now, I think, um, this evening. Um, the same with the third game from the Scotland-USA series for the men. Uh, 3-1 to the Scots in the opening game, 3-1 to the US in the second game. Uh, again, the third game's happening about now. Um, top of the head? Can't remember anything now, sorry. Um, well, it, it strikes me that some of the... You will get topsy-turvy results this stage leading into a World Cup for some but of these I nations. reckon it's a big win for the US against Scotland though um, for the men's program well yeah you know I, I don't I'm not one for the the odds and betting and things like that but I did happen upon a market for that particular game and, <laughs> and um, why would you mention and the, that and the US the US were like $4.80 or something like that for the win in that game. That was the men's. Rank, rank outsiders, yeah, and I would consider them rank outsiders. They're going to play a young squad. Can I reiterate, that was the men's hockey? Yes, yeah, yeah. Not the women's team? No. See, I find that staggering as a result because we, we saw the American men's team play. Yeah, that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Very, you know, a very, a very young squad. I, you know, Scotland have done well at the Euros and you know, but who know? Who know? You know, I didn't look into, into well, that. Well, that, that's why who, who's playing, and that's know. why you got to question exactly sort of what yeah, lineups yeah. Te- countries but are prepared to put out at this time of the hockey calendar. But I would imagine if you're if you're a team anywhere that thinks they're going somewhere in the the World Cup, you're already got most of your yeah. And look, there, there's also lots of other games going on. There's um, Pakistan A are playing uh, somewhere at the moment. There's Heaps and heaps of under 18s and under 21 internationals that are going on around the around about the place. Um, lots of hockey happening. There is. Anything more on the results section? Uh, Go to the TMS. That's the best place. TMS.fih.ch, and um, all of the stuff that's been going on, plus everything that's upcoming. Of course, we're building up to the Vitality Hockey Women's World Cup. Can I give you some late news? Yeah, go on. We're on news. Grandmasters World Cup. Yeah. Um, I struggled getting the results over the past few weeks, um, and I've mentioned it, and then not not come up with the goods. Strangely enough, the Grandmasters World Cup results are on the Altius RT system, which we spoke about before, um, which is what the FIH TMS system is is built on. It's mm-hmm. something which is being used for all sorts of competitions and leagues all around the world. Fantastic system. Um, yeah, found the results 
if you can't look on there, I'll give them you now. Women's 60s and 65s was a combined competition. Uh, in the uh, gold medal game, England were 7-0 winners over Argentina. And in the bronze medal match, Scotland were 1-0 winners over the Netherlands. Uh, in the men's 60s plus division, the Netherlands were 1-0 winners over England. And in the bronze medal game, Germany 1-0 winners over Spain. In the 65 plus division, England were 4-1 winners over Australia. And in the bronze medal game, Wales were 2-0 winners over Spain. And fine, oh no, not quite finally. And in the 70 plus division, England, uh, were 2-0 winners in the shootout after a 2-2 draw against Australia. And in the bronze medal game, Netherlands 4-1 winners over Germany. There was a round robbing competition for the 75 plus. Yes? Yeah. 75 plus, John. Uh, Southern Cross finished top of the table. Now I think that's not the, ANZ. It, it's a, it's a mixed, uh, Australian team. Uh, it's a little bit more social, from what I understand, but they finished uh, without losing the game at the top top of the ladder. Australia finished second, England third, Netherlands fourth. Um, I seem to recall that because Australia finished second, because they, they then automatically become the World Cup winners because Southern Cross don't don't qualify. Look, it's uh, it's 75 plus hockey. Good on you, fellas. Uh, there's also a tournament trophy that goes on at the same time. Another four age groups in those divisions. Um, equally competitive, um, but maybe a little bit more social in nature. I've, I've got a cunning plan to play international hockey. Go for it, mate. Stay well, alive long enough. That's exactly right. I mean, you train you, twice a week. You know, take the Mossy approach, you know. You, you know that uh, I, I only retired from international hockey two years ago. <laughs> well, I only announced my retirement. Yeah, well, I'm thinking about it soon. I'm, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, while there's life, there's hope, mate. Just, you know, as long as the national coaches know you're there and available, the, 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 the call might come. Um, so that's, that's my... Uh, so that's my fingers crossing there, that sound you can hear. I thought you meant cut. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Should we get to our um, featured interview? Do it. Okay. Well, you might introduce this one before we get to it. Well, it was an absolute pleasure to uh, get on board uh, an England over 35s Masters representative for the upcoming Exim Masters World Cup at Club Egara in Spain. Um, I've got a bit of history with with the fella. Um, you know, I used to know him as Spike. Okay, that's his nickname. You know, if you know the fella, uh, Mr. Mark Moss, then uh, feel free to call him Spike. But I've known him since he was knee high to a grasshopper, and uh, love the bloke to bits. He's a um, a real hockey servant and lover of the game, and uh, he, he's he's done ever so well from. Oh, you know, not a, not not a from cl- bloke hanging around with you. Well, no, <laughs> but not from not you know from from a very humble club. Um, he's uh, he's he's done well to excel in the sport, really, really well, and great to have him on the show. It was. Let's get to it, Mark Moss. Joining us on the reverse stick is Mr. Mark Moss. Now, Mark's a coach, but he's not only a coach; he's also a Masters hockey player, and he's been selected for the England over 35s for the upcoming World Cup in Tarasa. We'll be talking lots about that coming up. Uh, Mark, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Now, Mark, uh, Masters Hockey, um, is this a new thing for you? Yeah, very much so. Um, last year was the first time that England put in an over 35s into the home nations. Um, and that was just a trial and see if it was worth running and, and it was really popular. So, so that's why we're heading out to the World Cup this year. So the um, over 35s team, what's the makeup of the players that you've got there? I mean, some some blokes are still playing A-grade hockey. Are, 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 is, is that what's happening with the group? Are, is it, are, are these all players that are regular players in the first grade at their clubs? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I think uh, we've got some guys that are, you're right, playing in our Premier League. We've got um, some National League players and then some regional Premier League players. Um, but pretty much most of the guys are still active in, in one way or another playing playing a decent level of hockey um, yeah and uh, do they all have international honours previously at, at, at normal senior grades 
No, there's some that have played some junior international. Uh, there's a couple of that have played uh, senior international hockey. But, um, yeah, n- nobody um, really that's played in there for a while. So what about you? What's, what's your hockey history and how does, how does it take you to being part of that over-35s England team at the World Cup? Well, I started off in a, in a lovely little club, the uh, same as you, mate, at Evesham Hockey Club, my local club, and then I went to... Uh, <laughs> Went to a, a bigger club um, in, in Starport, um, which was National League at the time, a Premier League indoor and just National League outdoor. And I played there for about, we were in National League for about 10 years before I kind of really started getting into coaching. Um, and I thought my playing career gone really. I thought I was just going to play and, and unfortunately Starport went down a level or two, so but I could still manage to play when I was available in the first team. Um, and then, uh, yeah, last year kind of completely changed my, my playing career again when I saw the trial come up. Because my aim was always to get in the over 40s. Uh, I thought I'll get fit for that. But then when the over 35s came up, um, yeah, it's completely changed my, my, uh, my fitness levels, my perception of playing again. Um, yeah, rejuvenated me really. And I'm really looking forward to it. Are you playing regularly? So no, last year I played uh, yeah about three or four games last year, um, and I've probably done more in the last three months with the England uh, stuff than yeah than I've done probably in the last two years. So you got in on the back of three games, Mark? Yeah, yeah, I got in on <laughs> three games. Kind of what I kind of hope is that because I've coached and I've got some knowledge of the game that that kind of is is made me a better player actually. I think yeah, I think I'm playing that's better what I bank now on. than I probably was when I was playing national league my understanding and and yeah so I think I'm more effective as a player now so you said the past three or four months with the England group take us through the uh, the application the selection process and and uh, how the squad's selected and what's happening in, in, in your get togethers yeah so basically I think it was just before Christmas we we uh, had an open uh, trial, so it was advertised on England Hockey website, um, and and people could turn up and trial. And we had, I think it was one just before Christmas where we had a trial, um, and then people were asked back uh, for a second trial, which was at Starport, my local club. So it meant they didn't have to need travelling, which was great. Um, the morning session, so every session pretty much that we do is a training session in the morning for two hours, and then a game play in the afternoon for two hours. Um, the session at Starport unbelievably was snowed off in the morning um, and we were shifting snow off the pitch using goals um, <laughs> my wife runs that I'm not sure she's aware but we were dragging the goals along the pitch to get the snow off oh. uh, using the back it was incredible but we managed to get a, a two hour game in the uh, in the afternoon and, and kind of actually that's probably the start of of uh, where we were going as a group um, and it was really good and looking back at that now is pretty incredible with the heat we've got right now um, when it was like 32 degrees this weekend it was a little bit different to the snow back in uh, back in January but um, yeah so then we got um, a fantastic coach Ian Jennings played uh, internationally himself and coached internationally himself and um, and he's put in a pretty full on fitness program I think he looked at us and thought we were maybe a little bit out of shape um, and it's amazing the difference it, it's made I've lost nearly about a stone and a half in three months um, just around this fitness and stuff and then yeah we've met up seven or eight times and done training weekends and stuff like that so and played because it's out of our season now we've played some national league sides that have been really kind and kind of put together a side to play us so yeah yeah that's kind of been our last three months ish uh maybe a bit longer with the trials and you've had some international games recently yes we played this weekend we were playing in manchester and we played brooklyn's and bowden hockey club um and uh yeah not quite as as always with these kind of things not quite our full squad there on most most uh times but um it's been really good uh, just getting together so often and I think as a group we jowed we played pretty recently a few weeks ago we went to Ireland and played in the home nations where we played Scotland and Wales and Ireland um, and just being away with a group I'm sure most of us have got young families so just being away from home and being with the boys is, uh, is, is really good but yeah just being away together and I, I certainly I've missed that 
um, not playing and just the changing room and being around guys and, and actually being fit like that that's you know playing a game in a totally different way just because I can run around rather than just plod around so yeah it's really good I, I spoke to one of uh, our over 55 Australian representatives a couple of months ago now just asking about the uh, the level of intensity that's there and is it is it as serious as you remember back in the day at, at elite level hockey at a younger age what, what, how would you how, oh, yeah. Yeah, how would you put the intensity about it all well I think very much our our coaches is he hasn't been involved before and, and he was very interested in over 35s because he still thinks that we can play at a level where the intensity can be high so he demands a lot of us um, I would say what I've found is in a club environment when you get used to the club environment and you get into a team and you're quite secure you coast through a lot of stuff um, but when you're playing for selection and when you're playing with guys you don't know that well I, I find that we're not coasting so I think kind of intensity is driven within what we're trying to achieve as a group rather than it being seeing everybody knowing everybody really well and getting comfortable and a day's work and you can't quite be bothered you know you're going away for a weekend with a group of guys and and actually what you're doing because it's costing us money is, is you're committing a lot of time and you're committing a lot to it so actually we drive our own intensity I think without sounding a bit corny on that but um, yeah it's I think it's higher than what I would than what I played in in National League at times um, yeah, so I, and I really enjoy that. That's actually given me the spark back because last year we played in the home nations and we didn't do any training. We just got thrown together, and it was quite a nice thing. But it, it that's just what it was. Where this year it feels so much more full on, and yeah, I'm just really enjoying that environment. Mark, it sounds like you guys uh, have a fairly intensive training program, and it, it seems as though it's it's a long. There's still a perception that masters hockey. Is a bit of an excuse, a bit of a hit a giggle, and an excuse to have a beer after the game with your mates. But it's, it seems that now that Masters is, has a whole lot more intensity that people haven't quite picked up on yet. Yeah, I think that's. I think in the past maybe it was people that um, uh, maybe also could financially afford it, people that were fit enough, and but now I think the program for Masters hockey is really growing. I think people see it as a is a real opportunity to play at a decent level and, and get those international honours. So I think more and more people are starting to become interested in it. And, and higher up you see people that are maybe ex-internationals now starting to get interested back into that, where before you probably didn't see very many of those guys, um, where now people talk about it quite regularly. And, and some of my friends who are slightly younger are going next year, I'm going to go for it. And, and these guys are all playing at a decent levels. So... So I think actually Masters Hockey will, will improve and grow and, and the intensity will move forward. Certainly, for, I can only obviously speak for England, but um, that's certainly where I think that's going. And, and uh, just from a personal observation, playing in the over 50s, that the intensity never leaves anybody. Once you cross that line, it's your ability to carry out what you're... <laughs> carry out that intensity on the field that sort of slowly disappears over the ages. Yeah, you're right. Actually, the good thing is all of our training up to now, we've been playing against young lads and, and trying to chase them around the pitch, and I've not even been quick enough to kind of hit any of them yet. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, what what you find is then when you get to 35s, and everybody's of the same. Yeah. So when you play in the older age groups, everybody's obviously of the same, and, and but some people obviously maintain their fitness a bit better. But um, yeah, you're right, that competitive nature, that's ultimately why we're doing it, because... I, we buzz off that environment and and I've certainly missed that not playing that much So what's the lead in now for you to Terrassa? So uh, we've got um, we've still got one more pretty tough week of fitness and then we kind of that eases off a little bit and then we've got uh, training one more training uh, camp um, at Bisham Abbey um, before we then fly out so not not that much contact. I think people will do their own individual stuff. Um, I've been injured uh, since the home nation, so I'm just trying to get myself back going again. And hopefully in the next couple of weeks I'll be fine. And but I'll try and get onto a pitch by me and just just kind of do a few sessions with maybe a couple of the girls in my club are playing for 35s. 
so we'll probably go and do some sessions and but yeah I think we've done all pretty much most of our prep now it's just um, just the odd you know get corners right and, and make sure everybody's on the same same page and of course being a, a master's grade you guys will be doing a little bit of work on the carbo loading as well keeping those biceps and wrists in condition <laughs> yeah actually um, because I've been injured um uh, my coach said to me, he said, uh, you look like you're susceptible to putting weight on, so uh, <laughs> stay off the carbs a little bit while you're not playing. I think that's fair. So I found food that I'd never thought I'd eat before, like cauliflower rice and courgette oh. spaghetti, stuff like that, which I'm sure for those out there listening to this, if you enjoy it, good for you, but I'm not sure it's for me. I, I was thinking maybe he'd seen that Instagram feed um, video on from Starbuck Hockey Club of you doing a yard of ale. <laughs> or maybe maybe um, maybe it was just a joke. I don't know. Anyway, um, so you all fly out together, and you make your own way out there. Uh, yep. Yeah, so we all make our own way out there. Um, we'll meet up uh, two days before, so we go out on the twenty sixth, um, and then we'll we'll um, kind of small groups of players are going out because we're all from all over the country, so flying from different places. But we're pretty much we've got the day to meet up on the twenty sixth, so we've just got to be there by a time on the twenty sixth. Um, and then 27th I'm pretty sure we'll probably train the day before um, leading into it but so just to get used to the pitch um, even though it's played at multiple venues but I still think it's good to have a knock around when we're out there and also little things just about what the journeys are like and what food options are available around and and stuff like that so um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not sure we'll be drinking too much to be fair I think the older age groups will probably be drinking more than we will be <laughs> now, Mark, can you tell us who you're going to be competing against, and do you know anything about these other nations, or are you just going in blind? So we're playing uh, Scotland and Wales, which we played recently. Uh, so we know we know stuff about those. Um, I don't know if they had their full squad, but we didn't have our full squad either for that. So that'll be quite interesting. Uh, we've then got South Africa, which we've got a South African in our team who played in the 2012. Uh, Olympic Games in London uh, and I think he knows a little bit about South African side but not that much uh, but but Germany, Australia and Spain we don't know anything about apart from when the names come out you kind of Google a few names and you go oh right they've done a little bit and yeah so um, so I think uh, we don't really know too much about the European sides uh, we don't know much about Australia's side but um yeah, we know a little bit about the home nations and maybe a couple of the South Africans, but considering this is the first time this age group's come together for this, then uh, I think it's going to be new to everybody. Um, I was going to just just say that uh, we might have some tape available of uh, some of the Masters Australian teams training, but uh, yeah, just a heads up. At a price, uh, Hockey Australia proudly proclaimed that Masters Hockey was the fastest growing section of our, of the sport in this country and it's taken very seriously these days so you might I think the boys will be right up for it that's brilliant that's exactly what yeah. we want that's I, why we're doing yeah. it actually what I think we've got next free our boy going oh do we? yeah yeah I think Creaky's going but yeah okay. so okay. so we that's exactly what we want it for that's why we're going we don't want it to go out there and and we don't want it to be a it's not a social event in terms of of, of, of uh, what people would expect in the past like we're, we're going out there because you know we want to compete with I, I've never played against Australia or I was lucky enough to coach coach against the ladies and we got hammered but um, <laughs> uh, but we, but we um, I want to play against these these guys and these teams and, and yeah it, it's also for us it's very competitive and, and we're going out there because we, we want to change what the perception of Masters hockey is a little bit as well so yeah, it's it's. I suppose 35 people are still taking the game quite seriously, and um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, I am sick of some 20 year old umpires turning up because they get paid 50 bucks, telling me, "Oh, it's only a, it's only a Masters game, or it's only this." Or, mate, I'm I'm out here to have a real red hot crack. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it's about. Ready to play and. And I want to be tested, you know. I really want to be tested against against the best players. I want to know where I'm at, and we want to know where we're at as a team. And yeah, there's, you you don't want to turn up and it just be a stroll in the park, you know. You want to really be tested and want a proper game of hockey. So Absolutely. looking forward to that. Absolutely. 
Well, Mossy, I, I just wish you the best that the, that the hammies stay, stay together. Um, I hope, I hope, I really do hope you, you get a silver medal. Uh, wish you every success with that. Um, it'd be a shame to lose to Australia in the final, but you know, come on champ, you know it's gonna happen. <laughs> Well, thank no, you very much. No, 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 seriously, no, we're really appreciate. Um, uh, I can't wait to uh, come back to you, teammate, and uh, show you my gold medal. <laughs> it's on, yeah. folks. It's on. The, the only way it's going to happen, mate, is if you nick it from an Australian's bedroom. <laughs> Uh, Mossy, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Um, really appreciate it, champ. Uh, we, really, no, genuinely wish you every success. Great, great to see you uh, back involved in playing. And uh, yeah, enjoy the experience. And don't drink too much sangria, hey? Yeah, that's for the. Uh, can't wait for the fifth. That's the final game. So whatever classification we're in, hopefully the final. Then the sixth is going to be a, a really enjoyable day. I will ring you early on the sixth, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> game on. Game on. <laughs> Cheers, Mossy. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Thank you. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. That's Mark Moss, over 35 England representative, hockey nuffy, obviously, and former delinquent friend of yours. Well, he's part of the leadership group there in that over 35s group, and great to hear him taking it so seriously. You know, it's, it shines <laughs> a different light on what you see Masters Hockey being all about doesn't it John? hey what I'm com- I'm every bit as competitive as any of those blokes once I cross the white line and the whistle blows you did hear him mention oh I'm not sure about the drinking yeah well that's that, look that's not drinking mate it's carbo loading for people of our age important you know, I you, thought you know you can get uh, um, some German vice beers the de-alcoholised types that uh, on the label say isotonic because it's proven, it's proven that they can put the vitamins and minerals and uh, all the good stuff back into your body quicker and more efficiently, Isotonic more beer. efficient, more efficiently than your Gatorade and your Powerade. Uh, sponsorships available if uh, anyone's interested. Um mate, it's proven. Vitamin B6, B12, riboflavin, it's all there for you. When the coach is giving you a hard time and you're slugging it on the track. Lagerade. <laughs> As I said, sponsorships available. Um, it was yeah, lovely to chat to Mark. Yeah, well, it's funny, it's funny yeah. you know, we talk about beer because we might talk a little bit more about beer later on in this show. Really? Well, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, okay. What else we got to talk about? Well, the FIH has posted a, a little story on July 10th. The FIH CEO excited by potential in Pro League and Hockey Series. Did you read it? Snippets. Snippets. Which snippets did you catch? I, 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 I had a read of it. Um, yeah, it's interesting because we still have no real details about what this, what it is, do we? I mean, we've we've sort of got fixtures. We've got fixtures. And but so people will be booking uh, extra stands for their home grounds, the food trucks. They'll be getting lined up. The music. What well, do you? What, what, DJ or what? DJ or live band? Ah, uh, well, both. Go, anyway, go on. Both. Look, I'm, as people who listen to the podcast would know, that I'm I'm not a fan of the pro league to start with, but it's here, and so. Uh, but uh, there's still a lot of questions to be asked about it. Uh, Ernst Barton, his little uh, article. Game over, or I think it was titled on his B Hockey yeah. website. Yeah, check it out. Um, makes Amazing those comment. points. Ashley Mar- Morrison and his blogs has made se- several of those. The points he's made about the pro league still haven't been answered. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it looks like it's going to go ahead, and so you you ask yourself, do you do you go along and support something you do, you fundamentally don't agree with everybody is planning that it's going ahead yeah that's right so you know I'll go along for the ride see what, what what's happened but I, I still don't see it as a model moving ahead for hockey and, and into the best interest of hockey well, and that one of the main problems they ha- they're going to have with it is it's called Pro League and you've brought this up long time ago it's called Pro League what does Pro stand for yeah 
because if it's professional, then good luck with that because you're talking about players from a lot of different com- countries and cultures and pay is going to become an issue. Yeah. And it's going to become an issue because a lot of these people are playing in government-funded teams and are being paid the government-funded salaries of of doing what yeah. they're told to do. Well, and the, gonna, the well, players gonna, are going to soon well, them, get a sniff. Well, <laughs> and they already have. Let's face it. Well, a lot of the players can go elsewhere, which is which happens worldwide anyway, and earn more money playing for a club side. Well, in certain markets, that that's a potential. There's also the potential for the players to seek rights that you know, um, naming rights, or personal sponsorship rights, well, etc., yeah. things like that, and and exactly well, how these image things rights, work. image thing, rights. That's yeah. about, that's what I'm talking about. Image rights. So there are avenues that players I know are exploring in lieu of the fact that you know they're being asked to be professional athletes, but it, they're not being remunerated as such. Yeah, and have every right to do so. Oh, I would have thought so. But it's just going to be interesting to see how they juggle that across all the different nations involved, given that India's not in it at this stage but wants to be and might be and who knows, but apparently they won't be because all the messages you get out of that are so conflicted it's not funny. One minute they're in, one minute they're out. Well, I think one of the big things is is individual nations are all assessing their routes to the Olympics because of the uh, well, the new hockey series open system that's come in and the pro league and nobody quite knows what's happening so they're all kind of you know individual nations are positioning themselves the best they can to find the best outcomes for the national teams mm. um, and it's well, it seems you know they they're double guessing each other with it, and you know just uh, it's it's really hard to have a clear pathway. Well, I think for some nations it wouldn't, you know, for the bigger the, the big ones doesn't matter, doesn't it? It's easy. Yeah. Oh, you want yeah. to do that? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, okay, we'll toe the line. But it's yeah. when it gets down the line to nations that don't have so much um, what it might what credibility it might be perceived or power within the, the way hockey's done look at somewhere like South, South Africa well, yeah. that haven't had support to go to the Olympics previously mm. no funding there for it because of whatever their system has been for ranking um, it could affect them couldn't it They're different routes well in. they qualified if they qualified Yes, yeah, 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 they qualified, and the, fu- and the funding wasn't there for them. Well, yeah, that, that's another argument, that's another story, well, but it, it's, you know... It is, but maybe their funding might be there for them in a, in a different system if there was only one route for them to get there rather than the potential of two routes through Hockey Series Open and not just the African Cup of Nations. Oh, yeah, and South Africa wouldn't, wouldn't be the only country that's looking at how... You know the best way to get to these events is well. India clearly has, in, <laughs> you know, in withdrawal from the pro league, haven't they? That was one of the main reasons given for the Indian, with regard to the Indian women's team. Um, that, that's it it, it a, wasn't, that's wasn't an equitable thing for them to be able to qualify that route. And that's yeah, that's arguments to be looked at further down the line. They're there now. It's you know, it's uh, yeah. It still feels a bit cobbled together. With the with the world the, the open series, yeah, I think they've decided. Well, so I think some of the comments from Thierry, uh, our new CEO, corroborate that, don't they? It's uh, uncharted territory. Yeah, look, Alan, we mentioned Which before. Is a polite, too, uh, you know, it's, it's a polite way. <laughs> I have heard things about stuff that he might may may not have done or whatever but the general gist of of what i hear about his reign is that he's he's doing things and while while i might not agree with every you know that's obvious this is this piece is obviously what it what it is it's a bit of a press release really and it's it's what you'd expect it to be but um I'm hearing that he is a guy that gets things done and he has made some changes that we do know of and it seems to be taking control of things. So I quite like that. Um, and in some things, he would have been, even moving into this job, he would have been sold into it as taking on the job, if you know what I mean. Like there, there might have been, it wouldn't have mattered who was FIH CEO, whoever got that job, Pro League was going to happen because there was so much 
done already to oh, make the yeah, too far yeah. down the line. We're too far yeah. down the line. Yeah. We're going with it, and you've got to go with this. And maybe we'll get 18 months down the track, and they'll draw another line through another international idea and start again. Who knows? A couple of other snippets. Go on. Uh, Real Club de Polo de Barcelona coach Carlos Garcia Cuenca. He signed up for a seventh uh, and final year as head coach at the club there. Um, his uh, pedigree thus far, uh, EHL knockout eight, four of the past five seasons. Um, and during his tenure, five regular season titles, four honour divisions, four Copa del Reyes, and three Campionata Catalunya. That's the uh, Catalonian Championship. Okay. For those that aren't... Uh, Spanish? Yeah. Or... Spanish? Catalonian? Catalonian. Thank you, John. Um, whilst we're on AHL, round one draw, live on Facebook on the 17th of July. Uh, group stage gets underway 5th of October in Barcelona. There's your link there. Uh, Belgian League uh, yep. announcements last week are yeah. a change to their um, league uh, system. They're reducing the standard games from six um, from 22 to 16 games in the regular season, um, and then they're going to a playoff system afterwards. Uh, a couple of other things. Or this is to fit in with the Pro League. Um, all Sunday afternoon games. So first half is of the that, season is that to make sure that they're <laughs> their international players are going to be available for well, more club hockey or to fit in the dates so well no not even I think I think they're going to be available for the first half of the season so uh, so pro leagues going what January to June yeah. um, so they'll play the first half of the season pre-Christmas all 12 sides will play each other and then post-Christmas from uh, January onwards so start of February end of January then they're split into two groups of six and they'll play five further games in that group. So you'll play the whole league once and half the league oh. half, uh, 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 twice. And But it's predetermined before the season starts, so it's not on positions into that second half of the season where you have the playoff. It's predetermined at the start of the season. And then they go into their, their playoff season and whatever else after that. But what it will mean is if you're the champions, you'll play through all the playoffs and everything else, you'll play a maximum of 22 games, which will be the same as the regular season games as it is, is at the moment. The, yeah, I, it's yeah. nice and easy. I've got, yeah, picked that one up. No worries. You're st- I imagine you're still going to lose your international players post-Christmas, though. Potentially, but it... But it all depends on how. Well, when you're not going to have them well, it depends the time if of the year that counts. Well, no, but it depends if there's a synergy between the the international fixtures and having those European players, European based, at that time of the year. But then it also depends on what the releases from the national programs to be able to go and play club hockey, doesn't it? So well, who knows? That's why it's such a minefield. The whole idea of it. Another reason, but, but anyway, a different challenge. It's coming. Different challenge in every country. And, and I will suck country. it up, and when it's in Perth, I'll go along and support it, and buy my toasted sandwich, and and enjoy the great hockey that undoubtedly will be played. I'm sure there'll be great games of hockey. Good article in the hockey paper last week with regard to concussion something which has been something you brought up in the past it, it, very important um, with regard to a couple of the English girls uh, Shona McKaylin, um, oh, sorry can't remember the other off the top of my head but uh, three months and four months down the track from concussion, concussion in games they're still struggling uh, or have, have taken a long time to sort of get over not just the and physical side of it but everything the mental they're, side they're of it they're major concussions it. too yeah. they're, they're major concussions but we've got to also be aware of the, the small little ones the, the ones that um, you know they seem fine five minutes after the game but two hours later and they've got two beers in them and they're not so good and you know that two beers don't make, usually make them be like that or it, yeah, that, they're, they're as important as as the people who are seen to be heavily concussed, and everybody knows that they're heavily concussed. And as hard as it is for them to recover from, it's easily identifiable that that's happened. 
I, mean, yeah. I think we've got to be a, a bit more aware of those ones that aren't quite so easily identif- identifiable. It's just, but it, look, it's good to raise the issue, isn't it? And oh yeah, no, look, I, I genuinely, you know, we've kind of taken a bit of a joke. I'm going back a few years now, but where we've had a goalkeeper that's taken a knock um, on the helmet during the game, and then post game going, what happened? What was the score? You know, re- you know, remembered about ten minutes into the game, and that was it. Oh, sugar, <laughs> these four then. Um, yeah, I, we need to, we need to look at this. Um, it can be a bit flippant, so yeah. Just, when I uh, fell over, it was quite an innocuous. You know, I've actually tripped over my own feet, I think, and um, just tumbled over, but banged the head. And honestly, I hardly remember anything. I'm pretty sure I don't remember anything. I do remember asking someone at the end of the game what the score was because I couldn't remember. And we'd scored one goal, and I remembered us scoring that one goal, but the other side had scored six or seven. <laughs> yeah. And he drove home. All right, moving on. Um, not that's why I say people, you got to make sure take their keys off them. I would have been. I, I know how stubborn I would have been about it, but you've got to sort of fight them sometimes. You know, just be aware. Uh, Scottish Hockey have appointed a new uh, head coach for their women's program. Triple South African Olympian Jen Wilson has uh, taken on the role. Uh, she has been an assistant coach uh, 2015, 16 and 17 in the job there. There's lots of uh, domestic league experience in England. So uh, good luck to Jen in the new role there. Uh, what else we got, John? Walking Hockey. Of course. Yes. Exhibition match happening at the Vitality Women's World Cup. And they've got a bus. And a bus. <laughs> and they've got a neighbouring club asking if there's any room on the bus as well. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. Get two buses. Why not? Oh, get them on. Get them on board. I'm, I'd we're really love all to going on a summer hockey day. We're going to have to pretend we've been that we were there, though. Because, why? Well, of course, we'll be bringing you the daily show from the Vitality Women's Hockey World Cup. Can we not say women's? The Vitality Hockey World Cup. Can we not say hockey? The Vitality, the Vitality it's, it's World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, it's coming home to London, the World Cup. Absolutely right. In John. hockey. So we're looking forward to bringing you the daily show. and We will be bringing you the daily show. The, the schedules are being written out as we speak. And uh, post the day's action every day will give you Not a round up of the results action, it's the morning interviews yeah it's the morning it's hard the next to work day. it out yeah but depends when you're listening doesn't it y- y- no 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 it <laughs> <laughs> I know it's confusing it is a very confusing situation but it'll be coming out on the morning of the next day's play so if you're in, in London let's call it London because that's where it is we'll yep. use London time if you're in London... So you watch the games on a Saturday afternoon. And you, you next morning, you wake up. Sunday morning. Su- Sunday morning, you have your look breakfast. At, look at your phone. And there's our... Fi- Apple podcast. 15 minutes of, of... We haven't even figured out how long it's going to be you, yet, have we? We haven't even got a name for it yet. Oh, okay. Don't worry about how long well, it's going to be. Look, it will be happening, and you'll be able to get it through us and the hockey family and probably lots of other places as well, hopefully. Fingers crossed with that. Um... Yeah, so listen out for it. But it'll be coming out about 7am in the morning. Every UK morning. time. UK time, yeah. London time, 7am every morning. So we'll have the results of the day before and a um, quick run of what's coming what's up. And that day, yeah. We'll yeah. slip in some interviews and uh, from uh, through the uh, hockey family. And it should be really good. I'm looking forward to it. Except for the fact that I've now dobbed myself for two weeks of watching uh, non-stop hockey and the time zone, it's not that I yeah. don't like that, but the time zone's going to be really freaky. And us. you're going to have to see my ugly mug every single day. Me? Oh, God, we're going to be married almost. <laughs> oh, that's a shocking thought. You know, we might be just sort of... My, bir- my birthday falls in the, you know, towards the end of it. So, you know, we'll, we'll have a celebration. A anyway. birthday show. Yeah, birthday show. Why not? Yeah, be beautiful. Good. Looking okay. forward to it. So joining us uh, on the reverse stick, our very special guest this evening is Mr. Tyron Barnard from South Africa. Um, Tyron's kindly... Uh, agreed to join us for our <laughs> latest edition of Stick It to John. Um, it's competition time, John. Yeah, we're just going to throw this up. Here we go. Have you revised your format? Um, I've tweaked it a little. Okay. Um, 
the, oh, really? it's, you know, it's the second time around with it. Um, now this this week it's, uh, it's based on the players that have just uh, featured in Watching You uh, in France in the Hockey Series Open. Do you have to explain to Tyron how how the rules? Tyron, did you hear the show with Jade the other week? Uh, not yet. I'm still catching up. Oh, instant episode fifty one. Oh, Brilliant. Dear me. All right. So <laughs> the format is um, I'm going to either throw you the surname of a player that's been involved in the recent uh, hockey series open in France, um, or a type of beer, a brand of beer from one of. Excuse me. I'll just uh, mute my laptop there. Um, or a brand of beer from one of those countries that were involved. So Austria, uh, Belarus, Russia, excuse me, John, uh, Russia or France, uh, Austria, Russia, France, Belarus, the four sides involved there. The competition is hockey player or thirst slayer. Do you like that? That's no, very no, good. Not much. Thirst no, slayer. Okay. All right. That could be a movie. Thirst slayer. So um, <laughs> we've got a five rounds, question each. Okay, we're ready. I'll, I'll run. I'll have to do the scoring. Can, we, can you not just get a scorer into this sort of thing for us? Yeah, we'll, we'll put it in the budget, mate. Up. All right. So, Tyron, you're the guest. You you get to choose. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, everyone that's gone first at the Soccer World Cup and penalty shootouts is one. So let's go first. <laughs> at the what? The what World Cup? That's not happening until later in the month, isn't it? Oh, the World Cup. It's coming home, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's coming on. <laughs> However, you say that in French. So <laughs> oui, oui. Très bon. Um, was that first then? You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. All right. Bobrov. B O B R O V. Bobrov. I would go. Uh, uh, Belarus. Hang on a minute. <laughs> let's go through. The, let's, go through the, let's go through the rules again here, Tyron. So <laughs> oh. it's either a hockey yes. player or a thirst okay. slayer. So it's either a player that's appeared oh. in, in the most recent hockey series open in watching you. So a player from Belarus, you're right. Russia, <laughs> France, or Austria. Or it's a beer brand from one of those countries. Hockey player oh, or oh, third slayer? Yeah, I go with hockey player. Hockey player. Bobrov, hockey player. Sabrina Bobrov is not a person. It's a Belarusian brand owned by Heineken. That's a zero. I've never heard of it. Serena. I'm, not, I'm not expecting you to. I'm not expecting you to hear any of the players either, to be fair, Tyron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. I'm ready. You're up. Question one for you. Hockey player or thirst slayer? Jean Lane. Oh, that'd be a cool, refreshing light lager. Oh, dear. It's a beer. Oh, it's a range made by the Brasserie Doik in far north France, not far from the uh, the Belgian border there. Shout out to Ernst Bart. We'll talk about him a little bit later in the show. Jean Lane, John's gone 1-0 up there. Tyron. Okay, number two. Doobie. Doobie. Yeah, uh, first slayer. First slayer, Doobie. Welcome to this Justine Doobie, 26 years old. Uh, scored twice <laughs> at the Hockey Series Open for France. Nine caps. Jesus, it's a very poor start, isn't it, from our friend poor in start, South poor Africa. Start. All right, John. <laughs> Sturkel. Our player, Thomas Stürkel from Austria. It's a women's competition, John. Uh, to, <laughs> um, um, <laughs> Tomasa? Do you want to re- review your answer there? A player. You say it's a player? Oh, I reckon. Victoria Stürkel, 28 years old, most capped Austrian player at the Hockey Series up in oh, 73 go. caps and we're about there. That's another point for John. Tyrone, sure. we're really struggling Good here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm wishing you all the luck here. Um, okay, Tyron. It's not coming home. <laughs> well, it's not to you, sunshine. Uh, Egger. I'm gonna go. I feel like I feel like those guys at the end of a penalty shootout now. <laughs> I'm gonna go player. 
Hockey player. Hockey player. Uh, what's it's a Merton style lager from uh, um, a <laughs> private brewery there in Unteradlerburg in Austria. Jeez. Uh, Zip, John. Oh, I can win it. Can well, I? you can win it on this, mate, to be honest. Uh, but, you know. but don't, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sazina. Uh, player? He's only gone and done it. Elena Sarzina, 25-year-old, nine caps for Belarus. She scored three in three games at the Hockey Series <laughs> Open. Um, obviously a, a bright star, but entering the international game at quite a late stage. <laughs> Tyron. Um, oh, that was embarrassing. How embarrassing. Oh, geez, I thought it would be a special moment getting you on by surprise. and you know. And uh, I, I feel oh. like I'm a German footballer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want to go through the, the, rest, the, the rest of them? Just yeah, let's, to, yeah uh, let's at least try and get one right. Okay, look, I'll just go the year with them because John's too good at this. <laughs> so um, let's go uh, Vashchenko. Player. Tyron. You left it a bit too late, but it's right. Anna Vashchenko, 25 years, 25 years old, made her Russian debut at the tournament at the Hockey Series Open in Wachinyi. Uh, okay. I saw, I S O R E. I saw. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's Elise Isore. Uh, maybe I misled you on the pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> She's a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, it's all about uh, the pronunciation. <laughs> uh, just four caps for the French team there. Um, one more for you. Oh. Yeah, one uh, more. Easy, easy one. Kamovniki. Kamovniki. Sorry, I lost you there. Kamovniki. <laughs> okay, player. No, it's a Russian bear. Jeez, one, one out of how many? One out of about eight for you then, Tyron? All, I, can say, all I can say is that like, if you really... ordering a beer or a player. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had my head in shame. I'm going to go study beers. And I'll have to uh, try and stick it to John some other. <laughs> we'll have another. Cra- He'll come up with some other crazy list. Well, look, you know, this is, this is the first. You didn't stick it to John. <laughs> I didn't. I'm, I'm going to go cry in the corner. <laughs> Tyron, thanks for joining us on the reverse stick. Um, yeah, maybe go and study up next Oi. time, and we'll, we'll get you on again. <laughs> Always a pleasure, and in, uh, enjoy the hockey while. Uh, our uh, schoolgirls and Aussie schoolgirls are playing a cracking series. Yeah, it sounds like it's been great. And a, a few uh, unknown gems there that you've spotted. And we can watch it on Facebook. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, you can watch it, I don't know if it's on Facebook, on YouTube. YouTube, okay. Yeah, School uh, school Sports Live is the, the account. And obviously the great thing about YouTube is you can watch it later if you miss it live. School Sports Live, check it out. Tyron, yeah. thanks for joining us. We'll speak soon, buddy. Cheers, James. See you, Tyron. And speaking of the Vitality World Cup, here on the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, more teams in name. The Red Sticks. Do you know who they play for? Belgium. Spain. What? Yeah, the Red Panthers play for Belgium, mate. No, that's um, underage. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, Spain not. names Red Sticks. No, Red Sticks squad. is the man, isn't it? Bad for the Belgian man of the Red Sticks. Well, the Spanish women are. Yeah, they are, yeah. Okay, is that confusing? Because well, yeah, none of them play with Red Sticks, they wear red shirts. Bloody idiots. Red shirts. <laughs> okay. Have we got anything more to say <laughs> seriously or get to uh, the feedback? Uh, Tazzy under 21 men won, oh, won the damn. national championship uh, today in Australia. I don't think they won a group game. Um, we'll check it. Results are there, aren't they? Well, they are, but it's going to take me a few minutes. To <laughs> Somebody sent me a message. I'll make a claim and just wait and see if it's right. <laughs> no, because the, the bloke who sent me the message is a very reputable uh, correspondent for the, the reverse stick. Um, and it, you know, oh, is it, it, it can't be, can it? What? It's not our, correspo- our special correspondent. Which one? 
Um, Griffin Fat Guts. No, no, but I do have some Griffin <laughs> Fat Guts. <laughs> no, don't play no, it. But I'm not, no, no, no. It's been, he's just been too sweary recently. You know? <laughs> yeah, he's been calmed down a bit. No, no, just uh, yeah, too excited. Um, does he man lose all three pool games of under-21 nationals but end up national champions? One, one game in normal time in total and two in shootouts. Uh, Look, without looking into it, I imagine it's that the whole crossover thing yeah. that we've we've uh, experienced Every uh, over the past 12, twelve months. Twelve months. Yeah. See, what's, oh, what's the purpose no. of having bloody pool games? Seize your opportunities. You know? Seize your oh, absolutely. opportunities. absolutely. You can't take it away from the Tasmanian no. fellows. Uh, well done to them for pulling that off. But you know, administrators seriously, we, those sort of fixtures. Why well, play the pool games? They're just training runs. If New South Wales, you know, by the way, won the uh, the girls' side, the women's side. Well done. Both side, those teams, the players and coaches involved. Yep. Let's get to this. <laughs> uh, I had some feedback from Andrew Wilson last week. <laughs> oh, really? Remember how I said the Spanish girls couldn't <laughs> score? Got to to. Yeah, well, he sent me a little a private message saying, oh, we beat China 5-zip <laughs> or 7-1 or something five like one, that. 5-1, I think. 5-1. <laughs> a little laugh. Thank you, Andrew. Yes. Um, yeah, got that one wrong. Well, you did. Um, i just got to check hashtag TRSWorld11. Oh, yeah. Shout-outs, people. Let's just see what's uh, going on there. But we have got shout-out tight coming up as well. And good luck, Andrew, uh, too, by the way, to you and the Spanish team. I'm looking forward to you guys in action at the Vitality Women's World Cup. Of course we are. Um, yeah, I'm just clicking on the Twitter here, John. We do have Can some we feedback. say Vitality uh, like more times? Well, Will it help? I don't know. Will it? Of course <laughs> it will. They're, sponsor- they're sponsoring, John. Let's get behind it. Uh, yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing from our TRS World Eleven. On Twitter or on Facebook, um, it's well, off. Se- it's off season for a lot of people, though, John. We've got to understand that. Does that we? mean we have to start posting our results? Sorry. Do we have to pa- start <coughs> posting our results? No, because we're not really. You know, we are part of it, but we're not really part of it. You know, it's uh, you know we're, well, man- I'm the coach we're ma- and you're the yeah, management. Though, that's that's the thing. Oh. We're, um, we're, we'll we're, need to get a CEO management. and a financial manager too, won't we? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Oh, two more followers on Twitter. That's nice to see. Um, yeah, he's pointing. <laughs> I'm pointing the microphone, the bit you should be talking into. So, we did post up on Twitter earlier on, John. Uh, give this tweet a like if you yeah. see this before we record the show. Give you a shout-out. Shout-outs to Chelsea Phoenix Field Hockey Club. Established 2012 by two-time Canadian Olympian Ian Bird, who leads player development, tourney play, and field fun, hockey fast, soccer strategic, family focused. Thank you, Chassis Phoenix. Rotten Row Hockey, thank you very much. We'll come into you very soon. Uh, John O'Shea, the goat man, hashtag TRS World 11. Thank you very much. Uh, not following him on Twitter. Here we go. Click. We are now, goat man. John Lee, John, oh. <laughs> John Lee, well done. Thank we'll you. Thank you for mentioning. Thanks, and thank you for listening. Ah, oh, that's all right. Uh, Wales Hockey Old Birds, the Wales Ladies Hockey Masters, the secret of international hockey selection. Buy a stick and wait. Good call. It's a Masters show tonight, hey? Monster Hockey, thank you very much. Down there in Ireland, Tansy Lee, Mohit Kirketa, Gerard Ivanovic. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That's the uh, that's just the guys on Twitter, John. I put it on Facebook today as well. And huh? how do we go there? How do we go? Two. Uh, John Lee. Oh, he's <laughs> obviously a popular it's, listener. It's incredible. He's on Facebook and <laughs> Twitter. Uh, John Dybel, Officer Dybel. Thank you, sir. Daryl Bruce. Oh, previously mentioned. Paul Kamarudin. Oh. And new Paul. one for me, Paul. I've invited him to like the page. Uh, and our friend uh, from Singers or Malaysia? Amarjeet Singh. Um, Singapore, I think he was in Singapore. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for liking. Have to, have to drop the in there next thing. time there's a major international tournament on. 
Into Singapore? Yeah. Well, it's the only place I can get we a go signal. There, so, yeah, yeah, well, you're, you know, your auntie's there, and it's just convenient, so easy. isn't it? That's right. You know, it's just so close. I mean, it's close for us. It's closer than going to Sydney, isn't it, John? It, well, it's cheaper. Uh, cheaper, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. When you stay on your auntie's floor. Well, you, can, you can have a week in Bali from Perth for less than it costs you to fly to Sydney. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's, uh, I think it's Gio, Bali's geo-blocked, though. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Feedback. Rotten Row Hockey Club. Now, yep. last week in the show. Yeah. We did our, we did our little shout outs, didn't we? You know, yeah, thanks yeah. very much for, you know. And I mentioned Rotten Row Hockey Club, you didn't did. I? And what did I say, John? Uh, something nice. I said, I said Rotten Row Hockey Club, John. Yes. I'm very good. No. <laughs> they are. From Edinburgh. Are they? And did you say they were from Glasgow? No, no. They're from Glasgow. And you said they were from, from Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah. Oh, you're in trouble. Well, apparently so. <laughs> I just assumed, because I knew they were an ex-university side, I just assumed they were from Edinburgh. Because, oh, because you know, university people don't go and live in Glasgow. Well, no, they, no if, they've, if they've got any brains, they leave Glasgow and they go to the <laughs> University of Edinburgh, don't they? It's <laughs> a shovel huh? here, mate. Keep going. Well, I thought, uh, but, so you can understand... You know the, the the mistake, but apparently it's, been, look, it's a long, long time since I lived in the UK, and apparently there are now universities in Glasgow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, who knew? And <laughs> and Rob's getting on a bit as well. You know, he's virtually master hockey by the look of his profile pictures. Uh, Rob Barrand, um, hashtag TRS World Eleven. So you can understand why I might assume that. You know, the, you know, what, University of Glasgow 15 new, years. He kind of, you know, look at him, he's nearly 50 years old by the looks of the poor old bugger. He's not uh, part of the new age of no. Scottish intellectuals. No. Uh. <laughs> well done. Well, look, you know. That, that's love, no, 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 no. Let's be, let's, let's be fair. Be- beautiful. No, what? Hey, I'm half <laughs> Scots. I love, the, I, lo- I love the art deco in Glasgow, you know. I love it. <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, look, get him, you must call you. Half Scots, half English and half Australian. <laughs> Magnificent. <laughs> now, I well, think... Don't get the Irish now, come on. To... Oh, yeah, half that as well. Uh, I think it's about time we wrapped up this show, actually. Uh, I'll be back in action this weekend. Are you going to be able to play this week, mate? Oh, no, I'm not, mate. I'm, not. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. out. The knee brace will be on. Um... I'll be crying on the sidelines. Shall I score a goal for you? Can I dedicate you a goal? Yeah. Can you do a special celebration for me? Oh, yeah, go on. What, hobble? What? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's got to be kind of, you know, shirt over, shirt over your uh, over your head yeah. and run straight into the post. <laughs> I'll see what I can do for you. Do it. Have a great week, folks. All right. Grace, sitting here on the porch with your partner. What do you reckon of that podcast? Well, damn dog, dang, dingin' dong, that dingin' dong, that bangin' dingin' dong. Ha! I'll see you next week, boy. Ah, just my.